Who gets a fucking colonoscopy on Halloween? This week on We Need to Talk, Happy Halloween. We talk season finales. And can you believe that Matthew Perry took 55 Vicodin a day? No, I can't. Good morning. Happy Halloween. Good morning. Happy Halloween. Look at you. You're like an alien. You've got, got eyeballs my, on. I've got my eyeballs on. I'm about to drink my last Jacko pumpkin ale. Ugh, See my cup. Oh, my God. So good. You know, I don't like pumpkins. Remember? Oh, God, you're bugging. <laughs> Love all things pumpkin. I do agree that the pumpkin craze. So annoying. Is outrageous. I do. But my house smells like pumpkin. I got my candle going. I got my pumpkin beer. Everything is pumpkin. I've eaten more candy corn than <laughs> I don't know. Some years are worse than others. This year is bad. I don't know if it's just people suck and work sucks. Everything sucks. So I was eating so much candy corn. It's outrageous. Well, you know, if there's ever a time to do it, now's the time. And then as soon as tomorrow's over, you're done. We got home from Atlanta yesterday. Oh, yeah. Welcome home. Are you sad? I am sad. I really loved it there. But we didn't think we were going to be home originally for Halloween. So now that we're home, Rich was at the store last night and he texted me and he said, there's a big bag of Smarties for five bucks. And I said, I'm texting him back. Nobody likes Smarties. He goes, exactly. That's the point. <laughs> if we buy the Smarties, we won't eat them. That's a great strategy that we've never tried. Because no. it used to be that when you had leftover candy, you could bring it to the office. Well, we don't go to the office now. So all the candy would be here. So I said, you know what? I don't care if the kids of this town hate me. Buy the Smarties. I've never done that. This is the problem. I always buy candy that I like also yeah, me too Reese's peanut butter cups the candy corn thing because Ed likes the candy corn too. who doesn't or... like candy corn oh my god a lot of people you either love candy corn I or love you it hate candy corn love it I love oh god it. I love it so much but I don't do the chocolate and I don't do those pumpkins and the mixed candy corn I stick no, with the real regular deal. Brock's yeah, the yellow and orange candy corn. Yeah, there's no reason to stray from the best yeah they got the chocolate the this. I no. don't do that stuff no. wait so what are you giving out as your treat we have twix okay that's and good. snickers and m&ms and three musketeers yeah and... so you have all the shit that i would eat yeah when we didn't get rid of it that's my new strategy we're gonna go with smarties <laughs> all kids will never come back fine i don't like smarties nobody likes smarties <laughs> that's the point that's why you're only five bucks your house is gonna suck <laughs> <laughs> I don't care, though. I don't care. You do one of those things where if you're not home, you put the bucket out. We've done that in the past, but yeah. people suck and take the whole bucket. So, no. But now I think I have the ring. So I'm going to start uh, talking to people. That's a good Take idea. one. <laughs> we have that, too. I should do that. I saw you. <laughs> I can't believe you're taking all the candy. <laughs> Calling don't, your parents. Don't give producer Ed any ideas. If he wasn't getting a colonoscopy on Halloween, he'd totally be doing that. <laughs> Who gets loser. a colonoscopy on Halloween? Loser, loser. All right. So I would like to just say thank you to everybody who reached out about my car. We have done three seasons. We're on episode 38. I think the car getting stolen <laughs> got the most responses. So many different responses. Of course, everybody was upset for you. People were also upset that you didn't tell me. Got into this whole texting thing where people were saying you don't text this or you do text that. You but... don't text. I don't text people. My car is stolen. When I, I talk, would. When I, I talk would. to people, I tell them my car is stolen. No, anyway, people were in an uproar about we're the not car. breaking up. We're not on a break. <laughs> and thank 
thank you very much. My car for my, you know, condolences on my car. Speaking um, about we're not on a break. Did you see Matthew Perry on Diane Sawyer? No, but I heard I can now stream it on Hulu. Yes, you can. And the whole thing is there. And I ordered the book. He's the narrator of the book. So I can't wait to listen to that. That's I think it comes November 1st. I was trying to figure out when Friends was on television. We didn't have social media. Imagine so, if we did, though, that well, would have been nuts. The thing, yeah, because he basically said that he has been addicted to something. Yeah. For pretty much most of his life. So every single second of him being on Friends, there was something going on with him. Yeah. Alcohol and then switched to pills. And- he was taking 55 Vicodin a day. I read something. It was so bad that he would be going into strangers cabinets. And well, like- he would go to open houses. Oh, shit. So he would go to open houses. And as he would go toward the home, he would go into people's medicine chests and take their pills. So this interview is because his memoir is coming out. Yeah, he's promoting his book. And also, I do believe everything that he's saying. He basically said he should be dead. And he believes that he is here because he's supposed to help people now. On social media, I saw a picture of him and Diane Sawyer. And I thought he looked good. You can see when he stands up, he's wearing like a big jacket. He's obviously gained a significant amount of weight. I don't know if that's from medications that he's on or whatever. Because he's had so many surgeries as well. He did say, if you remember, there was something going on at the Friends reunion and he said he had to have emergency dental surgery. So, oh, right, right, right. Remember that. that he yeah. had all of his teeth redone. So he speaks a little bit weird, but he also speaks weird because of all the issues he's been through with near death and 42 surgeries and being on all these drugs. So it's unsettling. You feel bad. And he's obviously doing so much better. But I just can't believe that all those years of everybody living for friends And he was in such a state. Yeah. And the fact that even though there was always sort of like some rumors here and there, the fact that they kept him on the show, he was saying that the episode where he marries Monica, he was driven by a sober coach from rehab to do the episode. And then as soon as the episode was done, back to rehab. Listen, I love a comeback story and I'm happy for him. If he's clean and he's here to help people. That is it's amazing. Just so upsetting. So and upsetting. no women, right? No significant other. I don't get the feeling that he's with yeah. anybody right now. No. Yeah. All right. Well, when's that book coming out? I think Say- November 1st. I pre-ordered it. So it should arrive in my phone shortly. Oh, really? Look at you. Yeah. So you're going to listen to it. Yeah. Well, you're not going to read it. I don't read books. <laughs> I listen to books. Speaking of books, that Harry is something. Well, I'm not really sure I even understand anymore what's happening with him and his book. And we're having a book. We're not going to have a book. <laughs> his book comes book. out January 2023. Right. And the name of the book is Spare. Which I <laughs> love the title. Which I, I go in and out of loving the title and also saying spare me. Please. <laughs> you know you're going to read that Of book. course I'm going to read it. <laughs> I can't. It's so ridiculous, though. I will say this. Between the book And whatever's happening with the Netflix show, this would have killed the queen. I would have to think that a lot of what was going on in the later years of her life was not really making her happy. And in Spain, (laughs) the book is called Spare and the Sombra, which translates into 
spare in the shadow. How dramatic. Why for the Spanish is it more dramatic than in America? Well, because you know that the Spanish people love their dramas, their telenovelas, right? So let's make it as dramatic as possible. It's very hard to not look at these alien eyeballs that you (laughs) you want me to take them off. No, you can leave it on. It's just very funny. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, we have Matthew Perry's book. And then for Christmas, you could pre-order the spare. Okay, now I know what I'm getting you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We need to talk about because we had a lot of season finales. We actually, I think last week. Okay, so you watch it as the House of Dragons. Yeah. How was the season? So I loved House of Dragons. I guess it's considered a prequel to Game of Thrones. It was really, really, really good. And the ending definitely leaves you hanging and waiting for the next season. However, this is what I have to say about House of Dragons. Dragons are supposed to be indestructible. It's not supposed to be easy to kill a dragon. So it bothers me when dragons do get killed. A dragon does get killed in the season finale. They basically say in Game of Thrones and in House of Dragons, whoever has the dragons wins because a dragon can fly over a city and burn it with its fire. Okay. Okay, great. You can shoot shit at dragons. You can you're supposed to think that dragons are indestructible, but it even happened in Game of Thrones so easily that you're like, I thought that they're supposed to be hard to kill. Oh, so that was my only thing. But Princess, that's your only gripe. I don't really think that that's a gripe. I'm just giving you my feelings. I'm a huge (laughs) Princess Rhaenyra fan. I love her. I think she's going to come back with a vengeance and kill everybody. And was there like just as much sex as there was in the other show? No, Mm -mm. there was sex and there was nudity, but definitely not anywhere near like there was in Game of Thrones. I know you don't like the genre, and I say this about Game of Thrones, too. If you strip down all of that component out of it, the story is so good. You've told me that other people have told me that. Yeah, Yeah. dynasty. It's family. It's fighting for your family. It's it's really good. I think you would really like it. So in other words, now it's over and it will be coming back. Oh, it's definitely coming back. And you know what they did learn in House of Dragons versus Game of Thrones is how to turn on the lights, because in Game of Thrones, there were so many episodes that you couldn't see anything that was going on in this season. There's really no episode that you don't see what's happening. They got a better lighting guy. That's HBO, correct? Yes. HBO Max. Correct. Okay, HBO Max, House of Dragons, if you have not watched it. Christy gives it a thumbs up, I definitely right? Do. You say I, stream it, but you and everybody else, the world's talking about it. Yeah, I love it. But, you know, it probably won't end up in my top for the year. Oh, interesting. All right. All right. Well, I'm going to talk about another show that's definitely not going to end up in the top of my year. But we had the season finale of Tell Me Lies. <laughs> that was a great finale. Oh, my God. Actually, it was a great finale. Like, I will give you that. I did not see it coming. And it's so open for a season two. It's totally getting a season two. Everybody's in love with Jackson White and Grace Van Patten. And And I heard they got something going on, maybe. So I saw an interview with him and he has a huge crush on her. He has not admitted to dating her, but they're always together. And they watched the entire cast watch the finale together and he was sitting right next to her. And the chemistry between what was happening oh, makes me think that they are at- dating. She's so pretty. Yeah, but he's smoking hot. Come on. I don't find him smoking oh, hot that voice. Something about that voice. 
I love it. Don't you feel like in life everyone had or had or has a Stephen? Yes. Thousand yeah. percent. So I mean, is, maybe not to the extent right, of how Steve, bad he is. What, what, do we think that Steven is a psychopath? I'm just saying like a bad boy. We all it, love the bad boys. There's something definitely wrong with him. Yeah, I think he might be a real psychopath. But you know what I had to do? Because I don't think the show did a good job of this. And I don't know if you want to put that annoying sound that you make when we spoil things. <laughs> But so annoying. You'll have to do that when we talk about the patient, too. But after it ended and I did love the ending and you texted me, I went back. This is the free time I have while eating candy corn. And by the way, producer Ed just sent me a text saying today is National Candy Corn Day. Of course it is. It's the day before Halloween. God, I forgot. Okay, now go back. So it ended. I went back to the first episode. Okay. And I watched the first 10 minutes because they never really went back to the party. So they start off how many years later? I think it's eight years later. Okay, they start off eight years later at a party because one of the friends is getting married. And you think when it starts that they're going to flash back and forth. They never go back. They never go back, which I appreciate. I did it because in the last episode, when they do go back and you see that same scene again. Yes. I couldn't remember. I was confused. I was like, wait a second. Was she with somebody? I had to go back. She is with that guy. Right. She has a boyfriend. She's obviously living with a boyfriend. And he says, do you want me to come to the party with you? And but she it, says, no. Is the boyfriend the guy that owned the restaurant? Yes. Oh, oh, yes. yeah. So I had to go back. It's him. Wait. So. In episode one, when she wakes up, she's it's waking him. up with the guy from the yeah. restaurant. Yeah. <gasps> I so didn't realize that he wakes up with the guy from the bar. He says to her, she you says, want me oh, to go with you. Want me to go with you? She says, no, she says it's a college thing. And he, he says something like you're always with your college friends anyway, or something like that. So now, you know, they do all see. Oh, well, see that I most have to go see back each then. So I went back for like just the 10 minutes because I was just so confused. I told you know what? It's so funny. I totally forgot all about that until you said it. Right. Because they never jump. I needed a little bit of well, jumping. now that you're saying it. You're right. There's a miss there. So now. I guess in season two, they would go back again at the end, like the I mean, summer it, and the next it has year. to be the summer. It has yeah. to be senior year. They could take this all the way up to the present time. Right. I guess. Yeah, which please let's hope they don't. And you have to assume that. And this isn't even a spoiler alert because they say it in the first episode. You have to assume that the brother is dead. Yeah, Drew. Yeah, it was definitely a lot of soft porn. Yeah. It's not one of those things you watch on a plane. No. <laughs> you cannot watch it while little kids are staying no, in your house. Right. No, no, no. But she's beautiful. And I love the fact that they could be together in real life. And I'm sure Hulu's going to bring it back. And did you see who directed the finale? No. Robin Wright directed the finale. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. She yes. did a good job because that was a great finale. It was a great finale. And I'm sure Hulu's going to bring it back. So that's Tell Me Lies. On Hulu, there were 10 episodes. It is now over. I think it's streamable. I just don't think it's a top thing. I think it's an enjoyable binge. I guess I I would agree with that. Yeah. And women, anybody would like it. If you're into soft porn, you would really love it. Who's not into that? (laughs) (laughs) All right. The other finale that we had, and we we did not talk about this. No. But The Patient. Oh, my God. Wow. So we're going to have to do a spoiler alert for this one because I think it's necessary to talk about how it ends. 
<laughs> this was 10 <laughs> episodes also on Hulu and not coming back. I mean, it wrapped up. It done. was what done. done. It was heavy. The whole show was heavy. And I definitely still stick by the fact that it shouldn't have been 10 episodes. It could have been done in eight. I think it went a little long. Just a reminder to everybody. Steve Carell is a therapist. His wife passed away. He's part of a very Jewish family, but his son became orthodox. So he has his own issues. But he ends up getting held prisoner by a person who is his patient who wants therapy. The guy who's keeping him captive is a serial killer. And he basically says, I want to stop killing people. Help me. I need you to live with me. So he chains him to a bed. We have no idea how long he was locked up, but he was locked up for a really long time. And they sort of have therapy. But in the middle of everything, the guy still is killing people. And again, I wasn't really sure how it could end any other way. But if you did not see the ending, you want to fast forward a minute and come back. I didn't think it was going to end where he gets released and his family starts hugging him. That makes zero sense to me. So I felt the way it ended was actually a really good ending. And I thought that when they showed that dinner scene and everyone was having a great time and right. laughing and singing and, and then, you you know, you're focused on all that and then you see his dead therapist and you yeah. know this is not real. Right. But this is what he was thinking in the last few moments, moments of his died. life. Right. Yeah, because you know, the fact of the matter is the serial killer guy was not a dummy. So he knew all along, he knew he was going to have to kill his therapist. He knew it. And I will say that in the end, I mean, it's really sick that we're even analyzing this show. But in the end, he did cure him. Right. He did. He is going to stop killing for the most part. He brought the letters that Steve Crow wrote to his family. He yep. saved the body so that they could have a proper burial. Right. So he does all these things. So this is interesting. So in the end, he now locks or chains himself to the bed, gives the keys to the mother, who, by the way, the mother should be arrested. Well, that to me, the mother should go in the slammer. I don't allowing under- all of this to happen. It's not even normal. When she came down with a beer, and <laughs> the whole thing was so bizarre with the mom. But obviously the mom's just as messed up as the son. Correct. Yeah. So then feels guilty about putting the son through everything he went through with his own father. You feel for the mother, but at the same token, you are furious with her because she's allowing other people to lose family members. Right. What I walked away with is, yes, Steve Carell died and he cured the guy. But now does that mean the mother is going to die or does the mother have to kill the son? Producer Ed thought that meant that she's calling the cops and he's confessing. But I don't don't think think so. I don't think that that's what it meant. I think it's just a way for him to restrain himself from an urge to kill. I don't know. And then what does she do? She opens it when he goes to work. The whole thing was bizarre. But in the end, the family made peace with each other and he's going to heal himself. But it's a very dark. Yeah, very dark. Amazing performances by everybody in that show. So do you say stream it? Yeah, I do say stream it. I'm giving everybody a warning about it, that it's heavy, heavy duty stuff. Agree. I don't know that this ends up in my top list. I mean, now that we're almost in November, the top list is coming. Right. And I'm trying to think of things that would be in my top list. I don't know that this would. I watched it and I thought it was great, but I don't Did I enjoy myself. <laughs> I know. I was dreading watching it every week. I know it was like a cringeworthy 38 minutes. Yeah. All right. So that has ended also, also on Hulu. I hope you guys came back to us if you didn't 
watch the ending of The Patient. All right. Speaking of heavy, I have to have a sip of my pumpkin beer. So Netflix from scratch. Oh, my God. Did you watch all of it? No, I did not watch all of it because let me explain something to you. It, okay, well, it was a bait and switch. What does that mean? It means you tune in. I mean, I know what bait and switch means, but why do you think it's a bait? Okay, and switch? first of all, a lot of times when I'm trying to look for something to watch, unless I've pre-researched it, if I'm just kind of scrolling and I see what's in the top 10, I click play and I don't even look at the trailer. I just hit play. Right. So from scratch starts out where this beautiful girl is going to Italy. And oh, you think it's going to be like that stupid gelato yes, movie you made me yes, watch? Loving gelato. <laughs> no joke. She arrives in Italy. She goes to the apartment. You know, she obviously knows the person. I'm like, wait, did I see this already? Yeah. Like it felt like love and gelato yeah. for mm-hmm. a minute. And then even she meets a guy right away. And, mm-hmm. you know, all of it is light and lovely and delicious in episode one, even episode two. And then <laughs> the shit hits the fan. And I'm like, what the people know there. So I am on, I think, I think I'm on episode eight. I mean, I know how it ends. Everyone knows that it's first of all, it's a true story. True story. Katie Kirk's going to interview the real person. Okay. So I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, true story. And look, people, she's here's an actress thing. and not a, an artist. They change yeah. a few things. And she has an amazing relationship with her mother-in-law. This is based on the book. So she wrote a book. The mother-in-law was able to read the book, but she died before the series came out. Okay. well, basically, Uh, people, here's the deal. Zoe Saldana, smoking hot, gorgeous, smoking hot, gorgeous. By the way, I always knew she was a good actress. Amazing, amazing actress. And also, this is a Reese Witherspoon thing. Of course it is, because every Reese Witherspoon thing is heavy, heavy. Right. So basically, she goes to Italy. She's supposed to go to law school. But before she goes to law school, she wants to go to Italy because she really loves art. She falls in love with art. She falls in love with this amazing chef who cooks these amazing meals. He ends up moving to L.A. to be with her and they get married and have a kid. And then he gets cancer. Right. And he dies and it's awful. The entire even a spoiler alert because it's all over the news. It's a true story. But But it's brutal to watch because you love them. You love them. You love loving them. You love their love. Rooting for them. You love the food. You love everything about it. You love them. I'm just like, oh, my God. And then you kill me and I cry for three days. So what happened was it was getting very heavy. Too much. It was getting very heavy. So I, 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 I like. I finished eight episodes so quickly. And then I kind of was like, oh, my God, I have to take a step back. I have to watch the Beverly Hills reunion or the love boat. I got to do something because it's too much. So that's what happened. I definitely say stream it, everyone. Get 55 Vicodin because you're going to need to numb I, the pain. I don't know if it's for everyone. <laughs> it's like, not I, for everyone. Like, I don't think I don't see Rich sitting down. No, watching that. Rich yeah. would kill himself. Right. right. But it's in the top 10. If and- you are like really depressed <laughs> and you really just want to stay depressed. No, but you know what? In the end, yes, it's you're crying, but it's a happy love story. It's a beautiful oh, love it's be- story. It's a beautiful love story. But damn, it really and they deal oh. with a lot of shit. You know, her family was not happy and his family was not right. happy with their choices, like the relationship she forms with the mother in law. And then the way everybody comes together is that's a great love story. You know what? I came away with it, though. Oh, I really want to be able to say amor like she does. <laughs> I want to say to Rich, what, what's the problem, amor? <laughs> I like want to be able to say it like the way she did, because she, she learned to say it so well. She did. And I'm like, oh, I want to be able to say a more. 
<laughs> I can't say it. I can't even get it right. I try a million times. I can't say Amora. It's Amore, but she says Amora. I know. Oh. <laughs> I love the way she says it. So from scratch, so when is that interview coming out? I think Katie Couric's doing it this week, and I don't know what platform it's going to be on, but trust me, I will watch it. And All right, so you know me, where it let is. me know. Right, so everybody look for that from scratch on Netflix, 10 episodes in the top 10. All right, so I briefly mentioned that in order to cure my crying, I tuned into The Real Love Boat. Right. You did Love Boat and I binged all of Love is Blind. OK, I'm not up to date and Love is Blind, but I'm glad that you came back to reality. I know. I don't know what I was thinking. And I love I, it. Because your nasty comment last week of like, I don't know if I'm going to watch it was uncalled for. You're you're right. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> it's so good. I think, honestly, this is the best season yet. Well, I was thinking that, but I'm not up to date. So I didn't want to say that because, you know, who knows? Those shows take a turn right away. So well, I did to- you think that that guy, what was his name? Cole, the one that's with Zanab. Zanab. Yeah, yeah. Because his name is Cole Barnett. And I thought he was Matt Barnett's brother. Oh, related. Right. I didn't even or think about that. Or right, right, right. They're not related, but they look alike. They, they are alike. They do look alike. Super yeah. weird, right? Love is Blind is great. I have to get up to date. It's so also good. new so a couple new kinds of golden goblets. They have the tumbler now and then they have the wine glass. Certain things got the gold goblets. Certain things didn't this time. A little confusing about the gold goblet. What didn't get the gold goblet? I don't know what episode it was. But when they went for, to one of the parties with everybody, you can yeah. see everybody's real cocktails in the glass. Oh, really? Yeah. So I don't know what that's about. And then the other thing was that there was way more immediate sex this time. Everybody slept with each other except one. I don't know why. But yes, I was thinking that way more kissing and affectionateness and like a lot more touchy feely and was much more physical this season than ever before. Is that why we're saying it's the best season? Like, what's wrong with us? I don't know. Well, let me just say the difference, though. Those two idiots, Nick Lachey and his wife, we don't need them. They are the worst. And then you tune into the real love boat and Jerry. Oh, well, I love Jerry. I don't know much about his wife, but I love Jerry. This is what Jerry was made for. I mean, he's always on Andy Cohen. Yeah, he's amazing at that kind of stuff. He was made to be a host. They should maybe switch. They made to be a host. Jerry O'Donnell and his wife, Rebecca, are perfect for the Wait, role. Is he Jerry O'Connell or O'Connell. O'Donnell? Did you say O'Donnell or O'Connell? I, which did I say? I just want to make sure that Rosie O'Donnell is Donald and he's O'Connell. Right? He's O'Connell. OK, Jerry sorry, O'Connell. if I said Donald, I'm sorry, he's okay. O'Connell. Okay. He is amazing and he's funny and he's goofy and he's just like everything you see him when he's on Andy Cohen. I have I will watch. I promise I will watch an episode. I don't know that I can commit, but I'll so try. I'm loving it. It's exactly like, you know, but you don't watch the show, but Love Island, it's exactly Love Island only on a boat. So what do they do? Kick you off or you have to walk they the kick plank you, or something? You have to get off at the next port. Yeah, oh, the next port. You got to get off. Yeah, you got to <laughs> get off. But the funny part is, funny. is that, first of all, everything is great. Although it's not getting good ratings that it was kicked by CBS. Is it a giant plus? Is it a giant boat with only 20 people on it? No, this is what I was going to tell you. It was funny. It's a regular cruise ship. And when they're doing like the elimination rounds, you hear the people in the background going, yeah, (laughs) 
So imagine if I was on that boat, it would be so sick. Oh my gosh, that's great. Yeah. That like, would actually get me to go on a cruise because I would and, never do it otherwise. And like the love boat, they have the cruise director and the captain, the bartender, and they're all involved in the game. Oh, okay. It's awesome. It's a great concept. Right, check it out. But it's not doing well because no. we are a stupid people. Yes. Right. And so no one's watching it. So they kicked it off of CBS and put it onto Paramount Plus. But I'm fine with that. OK, great. Listen, so As long as we know where to find stuff, we'll find it. But my point is, it's probably not coming back for another season. Well, so it could be go it could it. be Love Boat one and done. But I'm loving it. I will have to check that out. Did you watch the Love Boat when it was out? Of course. Are you kidding me? So- I was allowed to stay up late on Saturday night so I could watch Love Boat and Fantasy Island. I I'm not so much as a fantasy island person as I was a love boat. I love the love boat so much. I loved it. Yeah. I always wanted to go on the boat. I wanted Captain Steubing to be my uncle. <laughs> it's so good. I loved it. Yeah. So the love boat is on Paramount Plus. There's only four episodes out right now, I think. And please. So good. OK, so good. I'm in. All right. I hate to even talk about it, but we need to talk about the end of Beverly Hills. I don't know what's going to happen. Well, here's the thing. Everybody who doesn't care about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, you really should just pay attention just to this wacky shit that's going on between Lisa Rinna, Kathy Hilton, Kyle Richards. I believe that Lisa Rinna is telling the truth. I don't know why she's digging her heels in and making it worse than it really is. You can't make that up and think I'm going to get away with this huge story and this huge lie. You can't make it up. I think that Lisa Rinna is a shit stirrer. Okay, but and I don't believe her that stuff. she's traumatized. And I agree with Andy when he says he basically said at the reunion, he said something like all the stuff you've, that done, you've seen. Right. You've I seen. agree. Like, so I agree with that. But do I think she's lying? No, I do actually do not think she's lying. Right. I think Kathy Hill had a meltdown. No one's saying anything about alcohol or anything like that. He obviously drinking involved. I'm right. I think that between what happened at the bar with the tequila. Yeah. And then when she goes to this club and the DJ won't do what she wants. Yes. She's and had I, enough of not being listened to as Kathy Hilton. And I think she has problems, as we all know, with the sister in general. In and general. there's deep issues. And so I believe she said everything that she said about Kyle. And I also believe that when you're in that kind of rage, you probably did make stupid comments of about course. all the rest of the housewives. Of course. But- Kyle is right also when she says like whatever you're saying is just hurting me. Right. Like, I'm in the Lisa, middle. Like, right. please stop. I get bringing it up. It happens. I get it's great for ratings, too. But why they're continuing or why Lisa's continuing on Instagram or social media, that makes zero sense to me. Right. And especially when Andy has said to Lisa, you are a complete train wreck on social media. Yeah. Either get someone to help you with it or stop because There is no reason to keep it going if Kyle's your real friend. If Kyle's my real friend, I drop it. I love all things Kathy Hilton, but you can even see at the end, she now is mad again. Now she's mad that Kyle didn't speak up enough. You know what I mean? Kyle couldn't even breathe. You cannot even breathe. You can't win with her. And I think it's very sad that these three sisters are like, so dysfunctional. So now they said at the end of that episode, they saw each other at Bravo. Con. That was the first time they saw each other. And there was a photo of I don't know whose bridal shower. Oh, I saw that. It was one of Kim's kids. OK, so all the baby shower or something, one of the shower, showers, something. bridal yeah. shower, whatever. Yeah. But all of Kyle's kids were there, including Portia, the youngest one. So all four daughters were at that party. I know I've heard Kyle say it. I don't know if I've ever heard Kathy say it, but for the sake of these kids and the cousins, right. we can have we to just be a better stop? example. 
because Paris Hilton's posting shit too. Enough, everyone. And then she goes, she's very protective of her mother. I'm like, oh my Lord. And you know what I wanted to scream out about Paris and her mother? What about the fact that Paris supposedly was abused at this boarding school? I know, I know. And never told her mother? How close could you be if you never tell your mother that you're being molested at a boarding school? At the end of the day, Kathy Hilton doesn't need this fucking job. She should not be on The Real Housewives. Correct. And that'll hurt us, but she this is stop. She could go on her own show where we just watch her shuffle around in slippers. I'll be exactly. fine with that. <laughs> Me too. Me if too. she wants a show, all she has to do is put a camera in her house and let us watch her talk to her guy and her girl and get caviar and potatoes. And I'm good. I was reading a little. I didn't read too much about Bravo, BravoCon, but I did see that Lisa Rinna got a lot of shit from fans. Like there was a lot of shit that went there down. There was a lot that went down. And also, did you see the first night of BravoCon with a shit show with Stan? Yes. And people getting crushed. Remember, Which we is went to BravoCon. Was so I, not like I know. That. I don't understand. And then I was also just to get off of them. But I was also reading that. There seems to be maybe a breakthrough with Teresa and Joe. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it could be a little bit of a breakthrough. He made a statement saying he regrets not going to the wedding, which is a big statement to make. I'm actually glad that the reunion's over. Yeah, I need a break from stressful. Beverly Hills. It was a stressful between the Dory break in and Kathy and all this stuff. It was stressful. It was a it was a, it was a big season. I have to it, say that. All right. I am 10 minutes from the ending of the challenge. So. Tell me what happened. We need to talk the chat. So, OK, so are you up to speed with the double hall brawl? No, I, I didn't see the last thing. I don't even know who they put in the pit. OK, so it was Horatio. They put him. OK, the girl with the blonde hair. Yeah, yeah, they put him in against. I knew that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is it Tommy? No, they put Tommy no, in. No, 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 no. So they well, put the but Horatio and the blonde girl won. Oh, they beat. I forget who the other couple was that they put in. But that, okay. okay, but wait a minute. Okay. I didn't see it. Okay, but remember what hall brawl is? Yes. Okay, this was different. They have hall brawl is when they take the guy and the guy, they wear football pads. Right. And they have to run at each other. And in this particular case, there was a bar in the middle of the hall brawl. So you had to push the bar to a certain side. And once you got it to your side on the bottom, there was a hall brawl above it that opens the door. Oh, my God. And the women are on top and have to hall brawl. And it's best two out of three. Uh, this sounds awful. It was so unbelievably intense and crazy. And you see TJ's like, this is amazing. This is great. <laughs> I wouldn't last a second on the show. But did you see that? OK, so Tori is yes. on the show. And the boyfriend and, comes or the ex. Yeah, Jordan, her ex. I saw the bar scene with Anissa. I said, I'm only like 10 minutes left. Obviously, she did something so well, bad. She, I got to ask Paul what she did. Yeah, we need she, to know more about what went on. But she, she did obviously something, took responsibility. Yeah, because she kept apologizing. Yeah. And I appreciated the fact that she's on medication and she was depressed. And yeah, she kind of came clean about all that. So I'm loving this cast. My problem now is I'm mad at myself that I never kept up with it. And I've missed 40 seasons. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should do what you did for the Kardashians. Well, I need another pandemic to do yeah, that. Yeah, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. All right, a couple of news things. What the hell went down with Brad Pitt? Okay, did you watch the Formula One race last week in Austin? I did. What F1 does is Sky Network, which is a global network. I think it's British, maybe. I'm not sure. But they have this guy, Martin Brundle. It is, a, yeah. Martin Brundle is the ex-amazing driver. 
and he's on the grid at the beginning before the drivers all, you know, before everybody leaves the cars and the drivers go on their warm up lap, Martin Brundle every single week goes up the grid walk and interviews people. And he's literally walking with a camera. And anybody who watches F1, I don't care, celebrity, no celebrity, everybody knows that this is part of the deal. Brad Pitt and Lewis Hamilton are making right. an F1 movie together. So Brad Pitt's going to be in the pit with the uh, Mercedes team. Brad Pitt's walking the grid walk. Martin Brundle goes to interview him. And Brad totally friggin' gives him the brush off. Total dick to Martin Brundle. Why, who deserves though? respect. I don't know. And what bothers me about it is, Anybody who's a Formula One person. And he is. And Brad. if Brad claims to be one, you know that, number one, you know who Martin Brundle is. And number two, you know what the grid walk is all about. So yeah, don't fucking I was, go on the grid walk and be I a dick agree. to Martin Brundle if you're not going to participate. I agree. I was very upset. It made me really mad. I know. I, I didn't understand it. F but... you, Brad Pitt. And I love you so much. But F you for that. Yeah, I agree. Not um, cool. And also, no. he's a respected driver, this Martin Brundle guy. He's if you're doing an F1 movie, you want to talk to Martin Brundle. Yeah, it's terrible. Total dick move. Sophia Grace. What's up with that? So Sophia Grace and Rosie were these two little kids who were on Ellen. Ellen discovered them when they were little, little kids. Now they're 19. And apparently Sophia Grace is pregnant and people are flipping out online that she's pregnant and of course, Ellen hasn't chimed in at all, but she's having this baby, I guess. And yeah. people are flipping out about it. I don't know. I that... thought Ellen would chime in, but what's she going to say, really, when you think well, about it? You know what? Ellen has this new YouTube show that hasn't started yet, but it's coming out. Oh, right. I forgot about so that. So maybe she's laying low because obviously she left her show for various reasons. I don't think she really wanted to leave it. So now she's going to do this. Here's what I'm doing while I'm not on my show. Kind oh, of YouTube brother. Thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well. God bless everyone. Yeah. And Tom and Giselle, that's it. Official. They're literally already divorced. That was really quick. Well, apparently this was all going on. We all got wind of it way late, I guess, in the in their process because they're divorced already. I she already got another house in Miami. The other house is on the market for $12 million. I don't know what's going to happen to the one they're building, but obviously this was all going down. And Tom should have friggin' retired because look at what's happening to his season. He's a I, mess. I am... Loving all the memes. I'm loving, loving it. Like, them. The memes, Giselle, Eli, Nick Folds <laughs> all took rings from Brady. I mean, love it. Love it. But I'm sad for how it went down. It seems ridiculous. So she gave him an ultimatum and he said no. And obviously there's more to the story. And no, you know what's going to happen, I believe. He's still going to retire. He's going to be with the girl from the Blurred Lines video. I told you that. Emily Ratajkowski. Oh, she's so hot. He's not going to be with. How her. do you know? No, not uh, happening. She's going to be with somebody. He's going to take a break because honestly, unless he retires, whoever the next woman is, is going to be pissed. too. He is retiring. After has, this he year. has he? Yes, said he it. said it. And he's got his Fox so job and we're all good. So everything Giselle wanted. I know this is what I mean. There has, to be, happening the anyway. there has to be more of the story. Yes, right? exactly. exactly. Oh, we. Oh, my God. Let me hold up my. Beer. I can't believe we didn't say this in the opening because we were both very upset and texting about it is Leslie Jordan. Oh, that is yeah. terrible and tragic. And I so love that. Oh, my God. So bad. Such a cutie patootie guy. So cute. That show 
was on Will and Grace, and then he was on Call Me Cat. Call Me Cat, yeah. So that show was a bad show. Horrible show, but yes, he was funny. But he was. I watched a bunch of episodes because I just love him. Yeah. Very sad. Cheers to him. The car He's accident. Leslie. Terrible. Yeah, not good. All right. White Lotus drops. So when this podcast is live, the first episode of White Lotus is out. And right? also or- The Lost Kitchen. Do you watch that? Yeah, of course. New season starts today. Sunday, it does. Yeah. So White Lotus is the 30th and Lost Kitchen is the 30th. So. Big day, big day. And it's a big football day. Yes. Very big day. Hopefully it'll be Halloween and everyone will be having a great day. And both New York football teams would have won their game. So fingers crossed, everyone. It's sad to say that right now I'm actually an NFL person because my Auburn team is sucking so bad. Well, you got to go with the winners here. You got to just go. with. Well, the and also, my boy Joe Burrow is doing great, too. So I have that. Yes. Who doesn't love Joe Burrow? And I love him so much. You have no idea. You have to be all in today because they play the Patriots. And we I'm the Patriots. so all in and I know they're going to get annihilated. No, I don't think so. I think we have, I think you have. A you shot. think it's going to be a good game? No, I, I'm saying I think we have a great shot. Oh, yeah. Yo, it's me. Yeah. yeah, I think it's going to be a great game for you. Me, not so much, but I'm all in. I'm all in. It's National Candy Corn Day. Do we need to talk about anything else before you do the game? I have a game that you're going to love. Everybody loved your game last week. I had a lot of great feedback about that. People texting me in. I knew it was carrots. I knew it was carrots. So because there was so much controversy about your car getting stolen. Yeah. I have four people. Three people's cars were stolen. One person's was not. Okay. So you have to tell me whose car was was not not stolen. stolen. Correct. Okay. Charlie Sheen's Mercedes, Kanye West's Porsche, John Travolta's Mercedes, and Kim Kardashian's Lamborghini. One of those people did not have their car stolen. Charlie Sheen. Mercedes. Kanye. Porsche. John Travolta, Mercedes, Kim Kardashian, Lamborghini. Well, I hope it was Kanye because he's such a douchey McDouchey right now. Um, we're, com- at, we're cutting ties with Kanye. Just yeah, so we know, cut ties But I had to include it in this game. This would be my last Kanye comment. Yeah, then there's no more Kanye. I'm going to go with Kim's Lamborghini. That's right. Her car was not stolen. Yeah. Good job. Charlie Sheen's 2009 Mercedes S550 was stolen in 2010. Kanye's Porsche Panamera was also stolen in 2010. John Travolta's 1970 Mercedes 280 SL. I don't have a year, but it was worth $70,000 and it got stolen. You know, like in that part of the magazines, you know, I always buy us in, in style oh. and it says they're normal people too. Stars, this is like, just this is like, like us. Just like us. The car is stolen just also. Like you. <laughs> All right, happy Halloween, everyone. Have a great day. Love you. Love you. If you need to talk to us, check us out on Gmail at we need to talk pod 2020 at gmail.com. Facebook, we need to talk the number two. Instagram, we need to talk podcast. And Twitter at need to talk pod. And of course, check us out on any of your podcast platforms. Rank us, leave a review. Thanks.